Hello and welcome to Class Solutions Dental Education Podcast, the podcast series where we share knowledge and experience to provide value to you and your dental practice. I'm your host, Phil Cole, and today's episode we'll be talking about pH Balanced, a new anesthetic for patients to experience less injection pain, less waiting and reliability, more reliability, I should say. And I'm joined by Dr. Scott Keto who will be sharing his uh, thoughts and giving us a better explanation of of what uh, is about to come. So welcome, Scott, to uh, the podcast. Thanks, Bill. It's uh, it's an honor to be on here with you, and uh, good morning from uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, a little bit uh, nicer weather there than what we have here in Michigan, but that's all right. (laughs) I'm jealous. Um, Tell me, give me a little bit of information about yourself so that people can can understand uh, where this is all starting from. Sure, uh, Phil, I was a practicing dentist for about 30 years and I, I uh, obviously was like a lot of dentists that, that you know, felt like our injections, you know, as, as much as we try to be uh, gentle, we try to use all the right techniques, all the devices, all those kind of things, uh, we were still getting, uh, you know, a little bit of injection pain. Uh, we're still getting uh, a weight, you know, especially on a lower jaw, you know, to try to get a tooth numb. And, um, you know, a lot of times they wouldn't get numb on the first time, uh, yeah. especially if, if a tooth is inflamed or infected, of course. So for all those reasons, you know, I had always wanted a better anesthetic and wondered why we couldn't have a better anesthetic. And I got to talking to my brother, who's a radiologist, and he was telling me he's he works at the VA and they buffer their shots uh, when they when they numb skin. And by buffering five thousand times more acidic than human tissue in a in a uh, an injection up to the body pH before they put the injection in. So now it's a neutral pH and it doesn't have that acid in it. And that really cures a lot of those uh, side effects that we see from the acid. You know, it, it, it no longer has that acidic sting. Uh, it, it no longer has that delay while you wait for the, for the acid to go away. And uh, again, on, on uh, hot teeth, it, it, uh, it's more likely to work. So, you know, um, that caused me to eventually invent a a dental cartridge, just a standard dental cartridge that had a little tiny chamber inside of it that would hold some sodium bicarbonate powder, which is baking soda. And when the, uh, the lidocaine drug then mixes with the baking soda at the last minute, as you, as you put the, the cartridge into the syringe, Mm-hmm. It just automatically mixes, so it's just like a, a normal cartridge for a dentist or a dental hygienist. They wouldn't know the difference. Um, and then they're they're using this pH balanced uh, drug that just works a lot better. So we have a patent on that, uh, two patents actually. Um, and um, now I'm I'm retired from dentistry, and and for the last couple of years I've been CEO of a. Uh, a pharmaceutical company that is developing this drug and we're trying to get it to market. Excellent. Yeah. So I guess you've, you've kind of, you explained a, a lot about uh, the product already, but I mean, what's, what was 
was there something that was had just happening to you way too many times or was is this also you you heard it from a bunch of other doctors that makes you this product so important to you and you know and why it was worth solving I tell you, I always knew it was worth solving. I didn't really realize how how big the the problem was, I guess. Um, I knew it was worth solving. I knew I didn't like waiting on the on the t patient to get numb. I know the patient doesn't like waiting. Um, and uh, obviously, there's no way to gently inject acid into someone's face, right? You can be as gentle as you want. You can use all the gizmos, but acid is acid and you can't get around that. So it it's funny because it was sort of a challenge for my brother because I told him, I said, you know, dentist, we don't have any way to, to do that, that buffering process really a good way. And he said, well, you know, he, he was kind of being smart aleck, right? Because he's my brother. And, and he's just like, well, you're a smart guy. Why don't you just invent a cartridge that, that does this? And, and so, you know, I gave him the, uh, you know, uh, a hand signal and, and said, okay, well, I'll give it a shot, you know? And, and uh, next thing I know, I talked to an engineer friend of mine. I showed him what I'd drawn and he said, uh, let's, let's build a prototype. And we did, and it worked. So it was it was really a cool thing. So I, it's I got uh, goaded into inventing something. But but <laughs> once I did, then I realized I, I said, well, you know, have I invented something that matters to anybody? So you know, we went out and first thing we did is we just looked at the size of the market. If I ask you to guess how many dental cartridges are used every year in the world. What kind of number would you say? And I don't. I, I would have. I would have had no idea. So whatever you say is. Yeah, I was just. I, I mean, I was just gonna say when when you have what two hundred and twenty five thousand dentists in the United States and how many injections you do per day, I, I can't. I, I mean, did, would it get into the billions? It's yeah. It's two billion every year in the world. Oh my gosh. You think about eight billion people almost, and 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 two billion injections. It's a you know it's a lot of injections. Um. You know, just in the United States and and more affluent parts of Europe and Japan and South Korea, which is really where we're planning on putting this stuff. Um, 744 million units of of uh, of dental anesthetic by our by our reckoning. Um, so, you know, and you may or may not know about what they cost, but I'll tell you that it's about a buck. Is it? Yep. I didn't even know it was. You know it it turns out that it's about one quarter of one percent of procedure cost so if you look at the cost stack you know for a provider it's it's it rounds to zero right it, it doesn't even show up on your p l right and said that it's it's very important to every single provider right we just fundamentally don't do dentistry without numbing people unless it's orthodontics um and so getting that and getting it right for a provider is just a huge thing. Um, I know that, you know, I, I gave something on the order of 50,000 or so shots in my career. And I think every single one of them raised my blood pressure a little bit because uh, as a human being, you don't want to hurt anybody. Right. And you know that there's just no way to, right? I mean, you're going to stick a needle in somebody and that doesn't feel good. And then you're going to put acid in there and that doesn't feel good either. You can try all you want. And yes, I've had the, I, I, I can hear it out there already, right? The, the, 
yes, I have also had the patience and the times and all the stuff where they say, I didn't even know you gave me a shot, doc. And those are great. But there's also the times where they feel it and they don't say anything or they feel it and they do say something and those are no good. Uh, so it's a it's a huge market. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I'm just going to say, I, I think that when no matter what uh, you no matter how good of a shot taker you are. Right. I mean, you still um, have which has always been in the dental industry, the patient that doesn't like to go to the dentist. And it's I mean, wouldn't you say it's in the 90 percent above the what's the reason why you don't like going to your dentist? And it's because of that shot. Um, I, I would tell you that. We do a lot of terrible things to people at the dentist office, including give them a bill at the end for all of it, right? And when you add up all the everything else and then you put the shot next to it, the shot is is a bigger pain for dentists than everything else on the list. It, it's it's 58% was the number we got in our market research. So we went, we went out and interviewed patients and then we went out and gave questionnaires to patients. Uh, we had a, an independent research firm do this. And of course, wow. I had to share that research with you. Uh, but but yeah, 58% of patients reported that the dental injection was the worst part of the dental experience. Which I have to say that I am surprised with that. I would have thought it would have been in easily in the 90% because that's what you always, you know, that's what you always hear is, is a can. It's either that or the high speed noise, right? The noise of the handpiece. The noise, the, you know, they report the, the knee on my chest, the smoke coming out of my mouth, <laughs> the bill that I got at the end, uh, the wait time in the waiting room. You know, these are these are all terrible things we do. We don't, we try not to, but, you know, we do. And this was worse than all that put together. So, yeah. So I know that being in dental for as long as I have been, um, coming close to 24 years, the you know the the conversation of this type of a product or the idea of this, and there has been some companies that have have tried it, um, has always been in the books. I mean, you always hear you, you would always hear people talk about the science books, talk about th this. So I guess I mean, I am know that most doctors are listening are going to understand probably what it is. But just for those new doctors that I think are coming out and stuff, I mean, why has it taken so long? I, I mean, the, the the buzzword is buffering, right? It's, the, it's yeah. like you mentioned in the beginning, it's buffering. Why has it taken so long, do you think, for something that has been talked about in the science books? Um, I know when I talked to my doctors when I was on uh, doing my routes and stuff, it wasn't something. It wasn't something like the wow, this is brand spanking new. I've never heard of this. They've heard of it. Why has it taken so long to to come about? Why? I mean. No, it's a, it's, a, it's a great question. So let's, yeah, I'll give some of the some of the background. First of all, uh, they know about it because it's been in their textbook for a long, long time. The, the, the you know, the most uh, prolific textbook out there is by Dr. Stanley Malamed, uh, who's a professor and, uh, you know, kind of the guy, uh, it, you know, in in dental anesthesia. Uh, he's a dental anesthesiologist. His textbook has had that in there. It, it's it's an unequivocal statement. You should buffer. Uh, period. End of story. Uh, there's a ton of literature and research out there that supports buffering. 
um, it's you know it's it's uh, it's settled science, right? In right. In, uh, in medicine, particularly, and and really in dentistry, there's been a couple of you know uh, small uh, studies that that have not been able to show you know what we all kind of know, but but for the most part, all the studies have said the same thing: that buffering works. It's less painful, more reliable, and uh, uh, faster acting. So you got uh, Dr. Malamed, Dr. Goodchild, Dr. Bedins, Dr. DeMarco. Uh, all of these uh, key opinion leaders in, in anesthesia. Uh, 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 I should mention Dr. Mark Donaldson, who's not a dentist, but he's a you know he's a pharmacologist. And all these folks, you know, say that you should buffer unequivocally. Um, uh, I'm I'm leaving people out. And I'm, I'm afraid I'm gonna get in trouble. You know, Dr. Moore. I mean, I, the list just goes on and on. I'm, I know I forgot somebody, but they'll give you a call later. They will. And if you ask. If you ask any of these folks, they're going to just tell you this is this is a good idea. So the question is, why was nobody doing it? And it's less than one percent of the people doing it right now. And the answer is, there's just not been a good way to do it. So number one, it's a manual mix. Even with the devices that are being sold by a couple of companies, that's still you don't know exactly what you're getting because the person who mixes it could mix it wrong. Right. Um, there has been no FDA approved formula, right, uh, of what is the exact mixture. You know, there's right. a lot of advice about it and there's a lot of science around it, but the exact mixture, no one has really said, hey, this is approved. So you could mix a little more, you can mix a little less. It's it's up to the doctor. And all this is done under the uh, what's what's really the, the physician. Because you're a doctor. So dentists, when they do that, they're prescribing what they're doing for every individual patient, but they don't have an FDA approved drug mixture that they're putting into that patient. Um, so that's a problem, right? Am I, right? am I really putting the right mixture in there, right? Nobody really looked into all this. Um, there is salt in every drug known to mankind that's going to be injected because you put the salt that you try to put the right amount of salt in so that it's just exactly the right you know like like in your tears if you get in the ocean it's too salty if you right. pour distilled water in there it's not salty enough either way it burns you try to get the right amount of saltiness and we call that isotonic well the the current non-buffer drugs are pretty much isotonic so when you add a sodium bicarbonate salt you get too salty. So our drug is going to take that some of that salt out of the original formula so that when you put the sodium bicarbonate in, you're isotonic. So that's a great thing because again, you know, when you when you're when you're hypertonic, you're burning. So that's no good. Um, what else? The, all these other devices and stuff cost money. It's upfront money, um, it's ongoing money, and then you know, the the drugs that they're selling, it ends up being after you amortize the devices in and, you know, pay for everything, it's probably about $9 per cartridge, per cartridge equivalent. Um, you know, it's still it's still actually a good deal economically, to be honest with you. If you do that math and say, well, what's the advantage to you? There's no doubt. And 
And I think people should buffer even given the, the, the difficulty and complexity because I think it's worth it, but it hardly seems worth it sometimes compared to what you're doing. You have to really do that math to know it. So $9 can look a little bit big compared to a dollar. Again, we're talking about a really small part of the procedure costs, but if you if you say, well, what would three or $4 look like? That looks a lot better. You're still- oh, absolutely. Still less than 1% of procedure costs, right? And you're still rounding to zero and you just don't, you don't see it or feel it. So. I think for all those complexity and economic reasons, um, and then again, sort of an inconsistent drug and the danger of getting way too hypertonic if you accidentally gave, you know, put too much in there, then I, I think that's keeping people from doing it right now. Um, so when you when you're talking about the science and stuff again, I mean, I know you're trying to find the perfect blend, right? Per se, um, is there? A, is there really such a thing though? Is, I mean, there's not going to be such a thing as the perfect blend, right? It's going to be the almost perfect blend just because of ethnicities, right? Because of, I, I mean, with it being an African-American, a Latino, you know, us, um, you know, as, as white, do we have different pH values based on that, or or is that not the case? Because I know that bone structure, different things like that, there is when yep. when trying to go into the jaw. So I just was wondering, does that have any? Will this? No, that's not the effect. The tissue pH. Um, I'm not an expert in this, but I, I'm I'm probably enough of an expert to answer this with with pretty good. You know, the tissue pH is is pretty much the same across all populations. So that's that's not a thing. Um, the right mixture, though, what was thought to be the right mixture, I will just tell you, um, we we went and did uh, my company did a lot of uh, very expensive chemistry and chemical analyses. Mm -hmm. Came up with what we think is an ideal mixture, and that was a lot of really, you know, uh, highly educated and well-paid scientists that did that. Yeah. So we're 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 pretty darn comfortable with what we're going to submit to FDA. And so to, to be clear too, because like I said, the, the other companies out there, um, I know that uh, one of them, you got to have this big green syringe, you got to turn a dial, and and all this stuff. And and although that it's it you know it works uh, some of the times, you know once again it's there was always that. Um, thought process of like you said that there's it's less time right it's, it's less setting time but then you always had to go well by the time you turn the dial by the time you do this pull it out of this machine and blah blah, blah and get it in a syringe am I really saving that much time uh plus the expense are you you're basically what you're developing is literally the syringe it's going in a normal syringe and or, yeah. I mean, you're you're developing a cartridge. Sorry, you're developing just the plain old cartridge. It's going to go into any normal syringe, and you're going to have a pH. Yeah, uh, it's it's a standard, and I'm I'm going to use a word that if, if Dr. Malamad heard me say it, he'd he'd you know come over here and wring my neck. He'd get on a plane and come over. But I'm a, a carpule. Yes. Is, is was a was a trade name from a long time ago. <laughs> he said, you, you're not call these things a carpule. So it's a dental cartridge. It's the standard cartridge. If you threw yours up in the air and didn't watch, I could catch it and drop mine back down 
and when you caught it, you wouldn't know the difference. The only thing you know is it worked faster, hurt less, more reliable in your patient. And I want to say a thing or two about this, these these other products. Um, First of all, we're my company and the dentist who you know kind of founded it. Uh, and all the all the scientists that have been working on this project, uh, we're standing on the shoulders of people like Dr. Mick Falcol and Dr. Davidian, who came up with, you know, these these buffering methods, uh, and Dr. Goodchild and Dr. Donaldson, frankly, who who came up with a another buffering method that you could use if you just wanted to kind of do it yourself, kind of thing. Um, these people have been working on it uh, a lot longer than than I have. Um, I can't begin to tell you how grateful I am to those folks and folks like Dr. Malamed who, who you know, and, and the folks at, uh, at all the, the research institutions that, have, that did all this prior work to know that, that this worked. I just found out, I found a, a good way to do it in the cartridge, but these folks worked out the fact that this, that this was a good thing and, and promoted it. And, and frankly, you know, I think like Dr. Dr. Falco's device, um, I think it's absolutely worth it because in the end, if you tell me I've got one way to numb somebody and another way to numb somebody, and this way to numb somebody is better, and and there's no doubt about it, Dr. Falco's method on pharma is better. It's better than a than a non-buffered cartridge. Right. And so you say, well, what are you going to do on your family, Scott? What are you going to do on your mom, your sister, your brother, whatever? Well, I'm going to use Dr. Falco's system. Right. It's nine bucks. That's fine. That's my mom. That's my sister. Whatever. Yeah. So I can't look you as a patient or any of my patients in the eye and tell you I'm a, I'm a you know what I mean, that I'm going right. to use something that I would use that I wouldn't use on my family. So I got to throw this one away and pay the nine bucks and do what's right for my patient. That's the way I feel about it. And I'm sure somebody's going to throw bricks at me for saying that, but that's just too bad. That's how I feel about it. If, if you don't feel that way, you're not my customer. Too bad. Well, and I think that that's, you know, I think that that's something that uh, there's a lot of dentists out there that share that same thing, but there's a lot of dentists um, that also still will look at that that dollar uh, and how much it's it's costing um, and and say. Now, the other thing is, too, is I think one of the things that I ran that I've always run across is, you know, like you said, I think the only difference is with all the different things out there, which I'm so excited about your product, is the guess inconsistency. I think that that's something that you would hear doctors, yep, I did it and it didn't work, or it worked only 50% of the time, um, or, or you know, I just, my patients, you know, they didn't notice any, any difference. I think the one of the biggest things for me that I always tried to express was not the shot itself and how fast acting it was. It was the pH balance um, that how long the shot or how quickly the shot would go away. Because for me, going to the dentist and and if you have to get a shot and now I'm numb for the next hour and a half um, and I got a jaw, can't drink my coffee in the morning and that would kill me. that to me was always to if you want to call it my selling pitch more than anything because as a professional um i always would say a lawyer you know we 
and I would always ask the dentist, when do you have your professionals come in the most? Usually in the morning so they could get it done, get out and and start their day, right? But yeah. what what is the worst way to start your day with your, you know, mm-hmm. your numb, jaw numb and your lips tingling and stuff? So, right. I mean, that to me is one of those things that I always thought was the the best selling feature. Do you, would you agree with that? Uh, well, that doesn't. That doesn't not change. the best selling. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say best, but would agree with the with that as one of the features. It, it's actually not a feature. This this drug will last the exact same amount of time as as a standard lidocaine articaine drug. You know, it's it's not going to change that at all. It will. So it's it, not the 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 side that or the coming off of the will not change at all. It won't wear off any any sooner at all. They you know they they tried to get a product to to do something about that. It really kind of was a clunker and didn't work as well as it needed to and didn't really do you know. So, but when when somebody comes up with that trick where you can turn the anesthesia on and then turn it back off again, they're going to have a big seller there too. Uh, I don't I don't know how they're going to do it. You know, but maybe someday somebody will. But right now, they, there's not a there's a product out there, but it's not a real good product, and, it, and it's kind of expensive and clunky. It okay. Well, yeah. Okay. So that the, so the pH balance isn't going to change anything on that side effect or on that whatsoever. It it won't change that. And I want to address an issue you 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 brought up about. Um, you know, a dentist might say, "Well, I I didn't notice you know the difference, and it only worked half the time, and so yeah. forth and so on." that's kind of fair, but the, the, the truth is, you know, as a driver, when you're going around the track, when you're going faster, you might feel like you're going faster or you might not, you know, I, my brother's kid races and is a really good race car driver. And mm-hmm. so you really got to, you got to wait on the scientists to tell you whether you went faster around the track or not, you know, so are you improving the performance? You are, we know it. We know it because the scientists have studied it. Is it always immediately, you know, on, on every single patient? Can you tell it? Not necessarily, but but it might be better and you just don't quite know it, right? And you can't quite tell it on, on any individual patient. But I'll tell you this, if anybody ever just goes, and I've done this, right? And you just have a double blind person bring in, they don't know what they got, they give it to you. They put one in right here and one in right here and one's buffered and one's not. You can instantly tell which one was which. One hurts less and it works almost instantly. And the thing for a patient is, you know, they don't like sitting there waiting. They like being right. in a desk chair. Um, so they got to wait. And then while they're waiting, they're wondering, am I numb enough? And the odds on them being numb enough at any given time are much higher if you're using a buffered drug. So even if it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes that you decide you're going to wait anyway, you're going to go check hygiene or whatever, at least when you come back, the odds on that patient, you know, not feeling something when you either you test them or you just start drilling or whatever you start doing, there's not going to be this, oh, whoa, doc, I'm not numb. And there's a country song about that. And we all know. Oh, that. absolutely. So I don't want to be called some beach. Right. And and dentists don't. And, you know, one of the things you can do, even if you want to just wait the same amount of time, buffer, and then they're more likely to be numb. You know, I understand that that right now everybody doesn't really know what buffering is. You know, it's it's one day in school. And if you happen to be out that day, you, you probably didn't hear about it. Um, 
I understand the products are a little bit clunky and they're a little bit expensive, and, and I got that. I will say to the expense part, even at the $9 that's being charged for the, the current products, you're, you're making up way more than that in marketing advantage because if you can tell your patient I'm using the absolute pH balance, least painful thing that I can use on you or your, your child or loved one, and this is where the market research really showed us, like, you know, it was it was a big percentage of patients that said, you know, an issue, but it's like 100% of parents. I want this for my kid, right? I don't want you hurting my kid. And we've got a video we can show you that just is, it's just unbelievable. But the parents really don't want that. And, uh, and again, like I say, as a dentist, I don't want it for any of my loved ones and I don't want it for any of my patients who really kind of are my loved ones in the end. Right. Yeah. So that that video will be on. Is that on your uh, current website at thebalancedpharma.com? I don't know if we've got the patient video, up, kind of a man on the street video, but we'll get that up if we don't have it up. Uh, yeah, get, send it to us, and we'll make sure we put it up. Put it up for you too. We definitely have a a really nice uh, demonstration of the technology video. It's a 3D animated video that shows the technology and explains it. Yeah, it's it's only 60 seconds. Excellent. Um, so I always, what's your feeling and or when it comes to the FDA, and I know this is maybe a question that you cannot answer, but to me, this is one of those things where I think this is a really, really important product, right? It, it Like you said, if the families are saying that it's a big deal, and I think it is a big deal, is there is there something that the dental community can do to, to help get this product out quicker than waiting for the FDA to do its normal? I mean, is there, I don't know how the FDA works. Does the FDA take um, any type of a, you know, like, hey, we're really hearing that this product is needed. Does that help? Does that not? Because I always feel sometimes like the dental community doesn't, when there's something really good, doesn't some all the time not not all the time i should say but some of the times just doesn't back something uh as much as what you all should do especially since you're learning it like you said uh in the science books you know it works yeah i i, I was i will say this first of all um fda um you know, I had no idea what FDA was like. You know, you, you always hear all these stories about government agencies and all this kind of thing. And and unfortunately, uh, and and I'm not a big government person. You can kind of look, <laughs> but but having said that, let's let's be fair to these people. What I encountered at the FDA was brilliant scientists who were dedicated to their work. Um, they you know, they they saw this product and they're very interested in in making sure that we that we uh, do what we can to try to get a good a better product to market like this. Uh, they understand the need here. Um, I think um, they're going to work as, just about as, as fast as they can. Really, the big thing that that I think the dental community can do is just start talking about this and just start demanding of the current anesthetic suppliers and their distributors, right? Henry Schein, Patterson, Darby, Binko, I'm sure Atlanta, I'm gonna leave somebody out and get yeah. more people here. <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, uh, Septodont, Corel, 
in uh, is in other markets, uh, 3M, all these people make anesthetics. And what I would say is just start talking about it on, on the different places, the different platforms at Dental Talk and start demanding from pharma that they get you this product. Get, tell these people to help Balance Pharma, become partners with Balance Pharma and get this product to market. And, and that will help us get financed faster uh, spend more money at risk and get FDA because FDA can only do things when we ask them to do it. And we can only ask them if we've done our homework and our homework takes a lot of money, right? We've got to test things and, and, and provide paperwork and so forth. So the better we're funded, the better, the faster we can get it to market. And the more that dentists complain about the lack of products, the better, the faster and sooner and better we're going to be funded. That's awesome. Well, I mean, and that I think that that's a, a big thing because I think this is a product that, um, you know, to me is is needs to be kind of if you want to go back to like kind of the standard of care, like you said, it shouldn't be uh, a, a, a syringe that you can only get from from one place uh, that we should be making sure that we get, like you said, get all the companies involved, get everybody talking about it and stuff. So um, is there anything else when when it comes to the the product that that i missed that you feel is kind of a a, a standout uh for the product or um anything on that order that i that, anything that we missed no just just that again we're you know we're we're out there trying to figure out how to fund this project and we're, we've gotten a lot of funding most of it from dentists, frankly, and, and providers, because they understand, you know, dentists, dermatologists, dental hygienists, people who understand this market. Um, we're also now, you know, looking for other partners to come in, right, to help us get this, this project funded. Uh, as you might expect, it takes tens of millions of dollars to get this done. Oh, absolutely. Um, we we want to play in the sandbox with all the people that are interested in this, all the people that have been out there uh, bringing products to market and, and providing products. And you were part of that ecosystem. Um, but when you look at, you know, Densply, uh, Septadont, Premier, uh, you know, just all these companies, uh, Patterson, Henry, again, you know, all, all these distributors, all these folks, they all want to get better products for their customers and better sure. patients. And we want to partner with all of those folks uh, in any way we can and, uh, and just, and just play our, our part in this. So, so uh, do you have a current round available for in, anybody that's listening that, that they could invest in stuff? We, we do. Um, so the easiest way to do that is just go to balancepharma.com and you can kind of see the, you know, investor relations button and punch it and then it'll, it'll give you information about that. Um, awesome. Yeah. Well, I appreciate uh, the information, the time I'm excited. So I will say that uh, it would be really nice if the FDA could <laughs> make it as soon as possible, but uh, we know how all those things work it takes time. I would love to lay the blame on the FDA, but the, the 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 blame for any delay is on us, honestly. And we're and we're, I, I think we're going really fast. I think we've done a great job, but but uh, it's FDA's, uh, you know, that's not the problem. 
Well, good. So, well, hopefully everybody that's listening uh, can, you know, go to that, uh, to your website once again, which is balancedpharma.com. Uh, I, I think that make sure that uh, my words are coming out right too uh, when I say that it's balanced with a D. Uh, so it's balancedpharma.com uh, to go to the website. And you are right up in the right-hand corner, there is uh, an investor uh, button that they can click on. So uh, anyone that's listening, you know, take a look at the, the website. Um, and if you're interested in investing, it would, would be a, a great way, once again, to get that product, this product out uh, even quicker. So I want to thank you, Scott, for uh, coming on and, and going through not only the science, but uh, the opportunity that we have in front of us to bring this product out uh, to uh, all the dentists. I think it's definitely one of those products that uh, is very important and is, is well needed. So uh, thanks once again. And if you enjoyed our show, uh, please rate us, review us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I'm Phil Cole. Uh, thanks again, Scott. And thanks everyone for listening. Phil, it's been an honor.